0: Today we'll be reading three stories. Our first story is How the Finch Got Her Colors, a Flemish Legend. Once upon a time, all the birds were gray. They had no colors at all. Then the great bird, who ruled over them, called them all together. He showed them the rainbow up in the sky, shimmering with red, yellow, green, blue, and violet and he told them that he meant to give each of them one of those splendid colors. At once they began pushing and shoving and crowding about him. "'Let me have first choice. I'll take green,' screeched the parrot. "'Give me blue. I want blue,' piped the bluebird. "'I'll take yellow,' cried the canary. But during all this clamor, one little bird sat quietly and waited her turn to speak. That was the finch. "'Now you each have a splendid color,' said the great bird, "'and it's well that you have, for every single color is gone.' "'But just at that moment the great bird spied the little finch. "'Come here, little finch,' he cried. "'Why have you asked for nothing?' "'I was waiting my turn,' said the finch. "'But now all the colors are gone,' said the great bird. "'Dear, dear, dearie,' sighed the finch. "'Must I then always be gray?' Suddenly, the great bird called all the other birds back, just as they were about to fly away in their splendid colors. Be always gray, he cried, because you would not push and shove, because you would not screech what you wanted ahead of all the rest. No, indeed, you shall not. Then he made all the other birds pass in order before him. From each of them he took a bit of color, from the cardinal a bit of red, from the bluebird a bit of blue, from the parrot a bit of green, from the canary a bit of yellow, from the grackle a bit of purple, and he gave all these bits of color to the little finch. Then, lo and behold, the little finch shone with all the tints of the rainbow. Not one color alone was hers, but all, all melting beautifully into each other. Thus it came about the prettiest bird of the air was the little wee finch who waited her turn. Our next story is called The Sheep and the Pig That Made a Home, a Norse Folk Tale. Once upon a time there was a sheep, and he started out into the world to build himself a home. First he went to the pig and he said, There is nothing like having a home of your own. If you are of my way of thinking, we will go into the woods and build a house and live by ourselves. Yes, the pig was quite willing. It's nice to be in good company, said he, and off they started. When they had got a bit on the way, they met a goose. Good day, my good people. Where are you off to? said the goose. Good day, answered the sheep. We're off to the woods to build a house and live by ourselves. Why shouldn't I join you? said the goose. No house can be built by gobbling and quacking, said the pig. What can you do to help build? I can pluck moss and stuff it into the holes between the logs, so the house will be warm and cozy, said the goose. Very well, you may come along then, said the sheep and the pig. When they had gone a bit farther, they met a hare. Good day, my good people, said the hare. Where are you going today? Good day, answered the sheep. "'we're off to the woods to build a house and live by ourselves.' "'I've a good mind to go with you,' said the hare. "'But what can you do to help us build?' asked the pig. "'Nothing at all, I should say.' "'There's always something for willing hands to do in this world,' said the hare. "'I have sharp teeth to gnaw pegs with, "'and I have paws to knock them into the walls, "'so I'll do very well for a carpenter.' "'Well, you may come along with us, then,' said the sheep, the pig, and the goose. When they had gone a bit farther, they met a cock. "'Good day, my good people,' said the cock. "'Where are you all going today?' "'Good day,' said the sheep. "'We're off to the woods to build a house and live by ourselves.' "'Well, it's better to have your own roost than to sit on a neighbor's roost and crow,' said the cock. "'I should like to go to the woods and build a house with you.' Flapping and crowing is fine for noise, but it won't build a house, said the pig. How can you help us build? It is not well to live in a house where there is neither a dog nor a cock to awaken you in the morning, said the cock. I rise very early and can awaken you all with my crowing. Early to rise makes one happy, wealthy, and wise, said the pig, who found it very hard to wake up in the morning. Let the cock come along, then. So they all set off to the woods and built the house. The pig cut down the trees, and the sheep dragged them home. The hare was the carpenter, and gnawed the pegs, and hammered them into walls and roof. The goose plucked moss, and stuffed it into the little holes between the logs. The cock crew, and took care that they did not oversleep themselves in the mornings. And when the house was finished, they all lived happily together. And they often said, It's pleasant to travel both east and west, but home is. After all, the best. This story is called The Bee, the Mouse, and the Bum Clock An Irish Tale. Once there lived a poor woman who had only one son, Jack. They hadn't a thing in the world but a black cow, a red cow, and a spotted cow. One day the mother said, Jack, we have nothing at all to eat except a few potatoes. Go to the fair tomorrow and sell the big black cow. So Jack set out at sunup, driving the cow before him. But when he came to the fair, he saw a big crowd of people, all of them looking at something. Pushing his way through the crowd, Jack saw a queer little man with a bee who could play a wee harp, a mouse, and a little brown beetle which went by the name of a bum clock. The queer little man gave a whistle. The bee began to play the harp. The mouse and the bum clock stood up, took hold of each other's shoulders, and started in to dance. And all the men, women, and children, horses, cows, and chickens, ducks, and geese began to dance. The pots and pans, the wheels and reels started in to jig. Jack's cow stood on her hind legs. Jack took hold of her hoofs, and they danced all over the town. But when the man picked up the creatures and put them in his pocket, the people, the beasts, the pots, the pans, and the wheels, and the reels all stopped dancing at once. Jack, said the man, why don't you buy my dancers? I should like to, said Jack, but I haven't any money. You have a fine cow, said the man. I will give you the bee and the harp in exchange for your cow. But my mother is sad and in need. We are very poor at home, said Jack. I must sell the cow for money. Oh, said the man, if your mother is sad, take her this bee and the harp. She'll laugh until she is merry. Maybe you're right, said Jack. So he gave the man the cow, took the bee and the harp, and put them in his pocket. When he got home, his mother ran out the door to greet him. I see you sold the cow, she said, looking very glad. Yes, I did very well. Jack took the bee and the harp from his pocket and set them on the ground. Then he whistled to the bee, and the bee began to play the harp. The mother let out a big laugh, and she and Jack started to dance. The pots and pans, the wheels and reels all began to jig, and the very house itself went hopping around on the ground. But when Jack picked up the bee and the harp, everything stood still. The mother laughed a while longer, but when she stopped, she cried angrily, Silly boy! To bring home no money for the cow! Our potatoes are nearly gone, and we shall have nothing to eat. Go tomorrow to the fair again, and sell the big red cow. So Jack was off with son up, driving the big red cow. But when he got to the fair, there was the crowd of people, and there was the queer little man with the mouse and the bum clock. The man gave a whistle as before, and the mouse and the bum clock danced. And all the people and animals, the pots and pans, the wheels and reels, started in to jig the very houses danced and hopped around on the ground but when the man picked up the creatures everything stopped dancing jack said the man i'll trade my mouse for your cow my mother is still sad i must sell my cow said jack but said the man if your mother is sad this mouse is what she needs when she sees it dance while the bee plays the harp she'll laugh fit to split her sides Maybe you're right, said Jack, and he gave the man the cow, took the mouse, and put it in his pocket. When he ran home, his mother ran out the door to meet him. Surely this time, Jack, you have brought home money, she said. No, said Jack, I've no money, but see what I got for the cow, and he took out of his pocket the mouse, the bee, and the harp. Then he whistled to them, The bee began to play the harp, and the mouse stood up on its hind legs and started in to dance. The mother let out a big laugh, and she and Jack started to dance. The pots and pans, the wheels and reels, all began to jig, and the very house itself went hopping around in the ground. But when Jack picked up the creatures, everything stood still. The mother laughed a while longer, but when she stopped, she was angry. You silly boy, she said. Our potatoes are all gone now. Go tomorrow to the fair again and sell the spotted cow. So Jack was off with the sun up, driving the spotted cow. But when he got to the fair, there was the big crowd of people, and there was the queer little man whistling to the bum clock. The bum clock started to dance, and all the people and animals, pots and pans, the wheels and reels began to jig. The very houses danced, hopping around on the ground. But when the man picked up the bum clock, everything stopped dancing. Hello, Jack, said the man. You must surely buy this bum clock to make your dancers complete. I'll trade it for your cow. But my mother is sadder than ever. I must sell my cow, said Jack. Ah, said the man. But think, when your mother sees this bum clock dancing with the mouse while the bee plays on the harp, She will laugh all her sadness away. Maybe you're right, said Jack. And he gave the man the cow, took the bum clock from him, and put it in his pocket. When he reached home again, his mother ran out to meet him. Surely you've brought money this time, she said. But Jack took the bum clock, the mouse, the bee, and the harp from his pocket. He set them on the floor and whistled. The bee began to play the harp. The mouse and the bum clock stood up and started to dance together. Jack's mother laughed a big laugh, and she and Jack started to dance. The pots and pans, the wheels and reels all began to jig, and the very house itself went hopping around on the ground. But when Jack picked up the creatures, everything stood still. The mother laughed a while longer, but when she stopped laughing, she cried as if her heart would break. "'You silly boy,' she said." "'We haven't a thing to eat now, and all our cows are gone. "'There's nothing left to sell.' "'Well, now Jack did feel foolish. "'Yes, he had been a simpleton. "'All the cows gone and no money. "'He went out to take a walk and scold himself on the way. "'But suddenly on the road he met a little old woman. "'Jack,' said the little old woman, "'why don't you go to the castle of the King of Ireland?' He has a beautiful daughter who has not laughed in seven years. Hark now, he has promised to give both the girl and his kingdom to any man who will make the sad little princess laugh three times. I'm off this moment, said Jack, and he ran back to his mother, kissed her merrily, and started off for the castle. Now the king and his sad little daughter were sitting with all the court people on gold and silver chairs out in front of the castle. All at once there came Jack with the little bee and his harp, the little mouse and the bum clock, all tied together by a string, hopping and skipping behind him. And when the king and his people saw the sight, they started in to laugh. The princess opened her mouth and laughed fit to split her sides. Ah, my lady, said Jack, that's once I've made you laugh. Then Jack drew the creatures up in a little circle and whistled. The bee began to play the harp. The mouse and the bum clock stood up and started in to dance. And the king and all his people, the pots and pans, the wheels and reels, the very castle itself all hopped and jigged and jumped. The princess opened her mouth and laughed fit to split her sides. Ah, my lady, said Jack, that's twice I've made you laugh. But what was Jack to do next to make her laugh a third time? She now looked as solemn as an owl. The little mouse came to his aid. She swished her little tail and swept it into the bum clock's mouth, and the bum clock started to cough and bounced around like a ball. Then the princess opened her mouth and laughed flit to split her sides. Ah, my lady, said Jack, that's thrice I've made you laugh. The king was very glad, and he gave Jack the princess and his kingdom. And Jack sent for his mother, and she lived in the castle, and they were never poor. Anymore. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and share our podcast with a friend. Stay connected by following us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Enchanted Library. If you'd like to support the work we do, you can visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash Enchanted Library. We appreciate your support. Until next time, friends, happy reading.